0: Hello and welcome back to Not Just Paleo. I'm your host, Evan Brand. I literally just got off the phone with a realtor telling me I got approved for a house in Kentucky. So that is awesome news. Uh, my wife and I are gonna be moving back in a couple months. My time in Austin has been great, but uh, it's time for me to head home. So gonna be happy to get back to the forest and uh, definitely get back to my scenery that I'm used to. So uh, what that means for you is a couple good things Uh, if you're in the austin or around the austin area and you want to do an in-person consult you'll still have some time to do that as opposed to doing phone and skype interviews so visit my website and this is for anyone around the world as well Visit notchespaleo.com and when you look in the menu bar, click Complimentary Consult. That's going to pop up my schedule, literally my calendar. You click in there, and you can schedule a 15-minute free consult with me to get all of your health questions or anything asked. That's a great opportunity to just connect with each other, and then we can talk about further consults and things like that. Secondly, I have a ton of books I need to give away because I don't want to throw them in the car. So, tons of health books. I mean, literally 90% of these things I've, I've read a couple times, but they're in perfect condition. So, uh, you have to write a review for the show on iTunes. So, there's a particular number that I won't reveal. When the podcast hits that number of reviews, I'm going to be sending these books. It's probably going to cost me 50 bucks. I mean, it's going to be a huge box of books that you're going to get but I don't care they're great books and if you think I'm cool enough that you want me to sign them sure I'll sign every single book and put a smiley face with your name there so go to iTunes it takes a couple minutes you got to be on the podcast on your iTunes app and then you click the write a review tab it has to be a written review you put in your stars you type it all in but there you go so that's it uh visit my website get your free calm your system guide i just released and stress solutions will be out in less than 2 weeks so here we go hey everybody i'm back with Sean Stevenson who is a really awesome podcast host himself and fellow author who happens to be just as passionate about the topic of sleep as myself who actually wrote a book on sleep a real paper book not just an ebook a real physical book. Sean, welcome.
1: Evan, thanks so much for having me on, man. It's a pleasure.
0: Yeah, it's no problem. Tell people about your sleep book before we talk about yourself.
1: Okay, sure, sure. Uh, so right now, my book, uh, Sleep Smarter, 21 Proven Tips to Sleep Your Way to a Better Body, Better Health, Bigger Success, has been number one on at least one health bestseller list on Amazon for going on seven months. And it's just like mind-blowing, but the reality is people are we're making sleep sexy again, you know? And I think you're part of that whole movement, just understanding like this is a part of the equation that's been left out. You know, We're talking about being the best version of ourselves, optimizing our health, optimizing our nutrition and our exercise, sleep is really the secret sauce. you know, Because as you know, our body actually changes from the vast majority of the nutrition we take in and the exercise we partake in while we're asleep. So if you're not getting that part dialed in, then you're missing out on a lot. And what we focus on in the book is really, for me, at no point in the book do I say, you know, you need to get blank hours of sleep. You need to get nine hours or eight hours, or anything like that. I talk more about how do we get ourselves into the deepest, most rejuvenative, anabolic state of sleep more frequently so we get more bang for our buck. So I talk about creating the conditions, you know, in your lifestyle and in some things that would be just totally, you wouldn't even suspect, you know, like when you exercise, the time of day you exercise can actually impact your sleep quality, you know, so stuff like that, and also creating the environment physically around you to create that really high quality sleep. So that's a, a little bit about the book.
0: Sweet. Yeah, I feel like I'm missing out because when I created my program, Rim Rehab, All About Sleep, I never put it on Amazon. I just did the ebook, audio book, bonus experts type type plan. And I never put it on Amazon. So I'm always curious how much I'm really missing out there.
1: Yeah. I mean, with the thing is, with Amazon, it's the biggest retailer in the world, you know, and when they have a good product, they want to support it, too. Like if, if you're making them money, you know, they want to support it. So that's also part of the reason that the book was such a big hit, you know, the initial wave and just what it really is about when it boils down to, and you know this, too, is doing good work, you know, a, a great product, is the best form of marketing, and so just making that available on that platform. Yeah, they were actually reaching out and 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 putting the book in front of more people because it was performing so well and because of the feedback as well. Oh,
0: that's so, great. So
1: yeah, I think Amazon is is like the the new wave of the future as far as book publishing, and you know we've been in talks and had some opportunities with some uh, you know more traditional publishing, but I'm really loving this, and I'm really loving the fact that it's this intimate connection, like. And I'm doing the grind, you know, and with that, I'm reaping the rewards totally, totally and completely from the hard work. And it's just, it's very fulfilling. Like I'm very, very happy and, and I feel so fulfilled right now with how the book is doing.
0: That's awesome. That's powerful stuff, man. Well, cool. Well, let's, let's talk about you a little bit. If people aren't familiar with their, with your show or with you as a person, maybe tell, the audience a little bit about what you're into because uh when we got to meet here in austin uh, you immediately hit it off with me talking about your little secret remedies you had in your suitcase and stuff like that so i figured we will eventually get into that
1: yeah i mean we were geeking out a little bit we're, we're definitely kindred spirits you know um well for me uh i really for, it, it was a mission of mine uh starting Because of my own health challenges, you know, so when I was 20 years old, and this was about 15, 16 years ago, I was diagnosed with an incurable, so-called incurable spinal condition, uh, degenerative spinal disease, and so my my back was basically deteriorating. And as you know, like all of your spine, all of your all of your nerve tissue, and all the communication for the rest of your major organs runs through your spine. So I started to have problems with a lot of different things in my body. And in particular, I had trouble walking. And this was like overnight, being an aspiring athlete, someone who plays football, someone who, you know, is a track athlete, scholar athlete, all this stuff, and then all of a sudden, I'm having difficulty walking. It was like earth shattering for me. And my physician that I saw, the very first one, he had me go get an MRI, which I had no idea why he would have me get an MRI of my spine when my leg hurts. You know, like I did, it was totally unconnected to me. I'm just like, no, shouldn't we, shouldn't we get an MRI of my leg? You know, and so I go in, I get that done, go back to see him, he puts it up for me to see. And he tells me I have the spine of an 80 year old when I'm just a kid, you know, just turned 20. And I'm just like, it didn't register in my mind. What, what does that mean? You know, I have, just fix it. You know, so what do we do to fix this? And when I asked him, how do we fix this? He looked at me like I was crazy. He said, there's nothing you can do. And Evan, to this day, man, I don't, I have no idea if it was like my future self went back into my body or something and and asked this question, but I asked him, does this have anything to do with what I'm eating? Should I change the way I'm exercising? And he literally looked at me like I was from another planet, you know? And by the way, at that time, I had no concept that nutrition mattered. That's why I'm saying, I don't know if it was my future self that went back. And he said, this has nothing to do with what you're eating. But then he wrote me a prescription for me to eat some pills, all right? So this has nothing to do with what I'm putting in my mouth, but still put these pills in your mouth. And that's the kind of consciousness or or intelligence that I was dealing with, uh, with conventional medicine at the time. I saw um, a total of five physicians and they all gave me the same story. And luckily, I most of them recommended that I didn't have surgery because I would have had surgery in a blink of an eye if I knew that I could and I could get better. But they would tell me it's not a good idea right now. Wait a couple of years. And because when you're in pain, you'll really do anything to get out of pain. And I want people to really kind of identify with that. And where are you sacrificing or or making cuts in your standards because you just want to get a quick fix or you get out of pain. Um, So fast forward the story. Uh, Two and a half years go by. And really to make a really quick snapshot of this, I made a decision. I was tired, I was depressed, I was fed up, I was sick of being sick, and I made a decision to get well. Most people never do that. They just kinda wishful thinking, You know, I wish I could get better, I wish somebody would help me. And I made a decision that no matter what, this is not gonna write the story for me, what the the physicians are saying are possible, I'm not buying into that anymore. And little did I know what they were doing it's called a nocebo effect. And Evan, of course you've heard of placebo effect, right? Right. And so the nocebo effect is like the opposite. A placebo effect is like giving you a positive injunction that something which is a, something as simple as a sugar pill or an inju- injection of saline could be taken on by the patient who thinks it's chemotherapy and their cancer starts to dissolve. Or there's even studies showing that individuals who are giving a placebo for chemotherapy, their their hair will fall out because of their belief in that medication. Just so powerful. And so a nocebo effect is a negative injunction given to an individual. Um, So for example, when a doctor tells somebody that they have three months to live, and that person might have walked into the hospital on their own two legs, and within a matter of days, they're wheelchair-bound, and they begin the process of dying. And sure enough, they'll die within that three months you know but some individuals have the audacity to take control of their mind because our minds are very powerful in influencing what our cells are doing so i kind i didn't get this at the time but i just got that i need to own this and so i set out a plan and a strategy to learn everything that i could about health because when i went to school pre med and by the way i was in college at the time when i went to school pre med it was really i was seeing early on this is a focus on disease It's a focus on studying illness and pharmacology, you know, and not health. And so I wanted to find out everything that I could about health and how to really create the conditions in my body for it to to heal itself. And so just two quick things that I took away from that and that other people can apply is that for your body to heal itself, it requires the raw materials that it needs to do the job. You know so for me i was lacking my spinal tissue was just breaking down deteriorating so i started to study stem cells right stem cells are like the seed cells that become anything your body needs how do i produce more stem cells and how do i mobilize more stem cells what is my spine even made of what are the discs in my back that were degenerated and herniated at the time uh what are they made of and so we now we get into like sulfur bearing amino acids and collagen and all these things. I wasn't getting any any of that stuff in my diet. I was eating like Papa John's pizza and like McDonald's <laughs> F- that yeah. you know? And also a huge thing so one is the raw materials. Another thing is movement. Your body requires you to move in order to heal itself. In order to your body requires movement movement in order to do the jobs and the functions that it needs to regenerate itself. Right? So it's just like that old uh, adage that if you if you uh, if you don't use it you lose it, and so I came across a study showing that you know when horses, for example, when a horse breaks a bone, that's grounds for them getting put down. So what they would do to strengthen the bone density of these horses would they were giving them calcium supplements. But in this study, they found that the horses' bone density would not improve unless they walked the horses. The horses that were walked and given the supplement, their their bone density improved. Uh, versus the ones who were docile. So movement is so critical and all these doctors were telling me not to move. Be careful, don't do this, don't do that. That's the worst thing you can do to a human being. And it's not that if you're in a chronic, I'm sorry, an acute state of pain right now to get out and go do some deadlifts, that's crazy. What I'm talking about is being intelligent enough to know where your boundaries might be but go towards those things, do what you can. And so that's what I did, man, and uh, fast forward, six weeks go by, from that date of decision, I lost 30 pounds, and that's not typical, I know that. And there was this vitality back in my body. It was as if I was never in pain, which I was living in pain every waking moment. And even while I was sleeping, if I changed position while I was asleep, the pain would wake me up, it was that crazy. And all these medications, all this stuff was the past. Six weeks later, I go back to get a scan done a few months. A few months later, the doctor's like, "Whatever you're doing, keep doing it," you know, because he had no logical explanation because he never seen somebody's spine regenerate like that, you know. And for me, it's just like after I work with so many patients myself, it's it's obvious and it's so simple that we've got to get out of our body's way. Our body knows what to do, and so you and I, you know, we can get into the conversation talking about epigenetics and how I really influenced this uh, with some higher level things, but it really boils down to the basics movement eat real food and get your sleep on because funny enough when i made all these changes my sleep patterns changed without me even trying you know so and because of that experience people saw the transformation that happened while i was in my university they asked me for help and that was the birthing of my career and here i am you know thousands of, of uh, patients later hundreds of thousands of people have uh, connected with and impacted through the the show through live events um it's just it's I, I can't believe this is my life man <laughs> it's I,
0: I was gonna say I'm over here smiling for you man it really is an awesome story it makes me wonder how much of the how much of the solution was your mind because for oh. myself when you know when I was working third shift and I was super depressed and I don't know if you did the same thing I owned my depression as if it were some sort of like award or something that i had i, I had achieved like it was this condition of a name yeah. that i could say that i had to people
1: yeah absolutely because it, it just me having the opportunity to work with so many people i've seen this pattern consistently you know it's like i am a diabetic i am a manic depressive i have bi- bipolar disorder and when you own those things the number one driving force of a human being is to stay congruent with the ideas that we have of ourselves. So as soon as you say that this is a part of who you are, you can't detach it. You can't get rid of it. You can't remove that thing from your life because it's you. You know, it's one of the biggest mistakes. And again, it's a big, uh, it's a big problem with conventional medicine because it passing out these diagnoses, which the, def- it's, the definition itself is an educated guess. It's a, it's a guess, it's a hypothesis. No way is your diabetes you know that you're owning which is just a set of symptoms the same as someone else's diabetes it's totally different there are some commonalities but your physiology is totally different but we just lump together we we have this guesstimation and we say okay so you've got these diabetic symptoms so you're not you're not diabetic but the truth is you and I both know this we can go right now and go to McDonald's get ourselves a couple of burgers and a fry and a large uh, orange crush or whatever orange soda Then we go get some blood work done. Both of us are going to get diagnosed with diabetes, right? But the reality is our body's going to sort that stuff out because we've done all these other practices to stay healthy, but it's just a snapshot, you know, but of course there are some people that truly do have these diabetic symptoms, but it's important to not buy into the fact that that's who you are, you know, so I'm totally with you on that, man. We've got to keep that. We've got to understand and just say that it's a condition. I have this condition because conditions can change. You know identity diagnosis and, and owning a disease very very difficult to change
0: right yeah well something that's that's been interesting for me and maybe you've switched around your application when you're working with clients but it's always tough to figure out man is it their mind that's defeating this person more is it their diet that's defeating them and it's such a crazy concept because even myself when my diet was good I was still feeling like crap. I had mm-hmm. low self-esteem, yeah. low self-confidence, but yet if a health coach had worked with me and got the diet in check and that's all he knew was to do was to give me something close to like a whole foods, paleo, whatever type of diet, maybe that's all he could have done, but yet there was something that had to be done internally or spiritually that I had to figure out myself and so it's yeah. kind of an interesting thing there.
1: Absolutely, man. It's always it's always the mind. That's the core. You know, because the reality is and I've seen this: people eat the best diet, just like m- metabolic typed and dosha and all this stuff catered to them, and they exercise like too much. Um, perf- but is according to them, perfectly for their body and their metabolic type and all this stuff, and they still don't get the results they want with their health because they might, you know, hate their their husband or something like that. You know, like. Understand it's always the mind because here's the, here's the reality. And I, I don't like to base things off of just, again, guesstimation. I like to look at, okay, so what does the science say? How does this affirm? And I also look at the, and this is something different with me too. I look at how things are can be disproven as well. And a lot of people are afraid to do that. But one of the solid things that we know now in science is that just the thought alone, like if you have an angry thought, if you get yourself really irritated thinking about something that somebody did to you that you really hated and you disliked, your chemistry is going to change. Your body's going to start to secrete different hormones. You fe- and what hormones are? Hormones are, hormones are j- just to make it super simple, they're chemical messengers that help to communicate messages between all the cells in your body, okay? But for us, what is our experience of hormones? Hormones are how you feel. you know. And so that burning in our chest, that, 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 that heat, that warmth, that's acid, you know. Like we're changing our chemistry just based off of our thoughts. And so when we're eating our food, and yet we're we're having feelings of not being enough, we're having feelings of uh, feeling detached and like we're 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 we don't have a purpose, or we're having feelings of anger and hatred and resentment. We're making our food. Even if we're sitting down to eat the best food in the world, we're making that food poison. You know, because the food itself is one thing. Hormones determine what every single nutrient or calorie does in your body. Hormones determine what those things do in your body. That's where the real application of nutrition is at. It's understanding hormones, you know, because so much data has come out now showing that calories, you know, we, we use this as the big hallmark for weight loss and weight gain. And I learned this stuff in a university setting. And it was sincere, but it was sincerely wrong. You know, talking about, how to manipulate calories to help my patients to lose weight or gain weight is just ridiculous because your body, your hormones will literally determine what those calories do once you consume them. This is why two people can eat the same exact meal and they have totally different outcomes as far as the amount of weight they gain or the amount of weight that they that they potentially lose. You know, it's all based on what what is the difference here is that their hormones are different. You know, and that's where the real conversation needs to be.
0: Makes sense. Yeah, I want to get into some of the the cool things that you do, some of the little, I guess you would call them hacks or something like that. But one more thing I wanted to hit on about your story and your experiences dealing with fear because I'm finishing up my second program now. It's called Stress Solutions, and something that I found myself struggling with was the fear of being happy. And it sounded ridiculous, and I thought, well, I'm going to go on PubMed here, and I'm going to look up fear of happiness or fear, happiness, something like that, and try to see if I can find anything. And I end up finding something that talks about university students and how they were studied for depression. I think they maybe took 51 depressed students. And the biggest factor for their depression was the fear of happiness, and they all had basically said that they had that, and I just thought that was insane that you can document that now and actually correlate that. And I'm curious if you had experience with that.
1: Ah uh, yes, definitely. You know there's this growing field now of it's called positive psychology, and it's really, really interesting field because they're studying happiness. You know, they're actually studying happiness, again, instead of just studying uh, sadness, disease, depression, because that's where a lot of psychology and psychiatry is based on, you know, essentially just studying problems with humans instead of studying what's right about us. You know, what are the good things? What are the conditions? What are the symptoms of good, of happiness, of positivity, of joy? And the fear of happiness is very similar to the fear of success. You know, it's usually deep-rooted in a feeling of worthiness or also a feeling of basically meeting the standards of what we've been exposed to. You know, so for example, uh, as far as a fear of success, if I grew up in a situation, which I did, uh, and I've, ever, I've actually never talked about this publicly before. Of course, people in my life know about this. But when I was a child, my first six years was very loving, the greatest... Environment that a child could ask for I live with my grandmother and my grandfather Age six I moved with my mother and she couldn't really take care of me before that and at this point She still really couldn't take care of me, but there I was in the situation to where you know uh, Christmas for example because it's a recent holiday for us. So it's a good example to think of uh, we would get our our Christmas gifts from uh, basically a like charity, you know like a halfway house and so we would get the same Christmas presents every single year and it was just this really interesting experience, but you know we made the most of it. And so I had this, ex- and also our food. Our food would come from these different um, uh, kind, kind of like shelters and different things like that. Would give us supplies, food. We had a place to stay, but this, I, this is how I grew up. And to the degree where I asked my mom, you know, Mom, you know we're hungry. Can I have some money? And she's like, Do I do I look like I'm made out of money? Or you know different things like this she would say, and she says things like, I'm broke as a joke, and. All these little things that I grew up around. And so not having was built into my psyche. And so when I got older and then I began to actually tap into my own gifts and talents. Of course, I had jobs and I would get by. But once I really start to become talented at giving my gifts and and serving people and helping people, um, financial success came along with that. But I would sabotage it some kind of a way. I'd always find a way to... If I make more money, I'd find a, a way for that money to leave me, you know? And and that became just this pattern for probably a couple years, until I really started to identify and diagnose, like, what is, what is, where did this whole concept come from that, you know, I can't be successful? You know, I can't truly achieve this, and I start to look at my past psychology and these ideas that I was still carrying around, and what I didn't want to do, and this is the thing, this was the fear, I didn't want to outshine or stand out as far as my parents are concerned or my family you know and this is even like I've never even talked about this before. Never, never admitted admitted this publicly I didn't want to outshine them and that is the most ignorant thing that I could possibly do because everything that I do if I'm looking at this from the right perspective is uplifting to them and it's and it's giving them huge props for helping to create a person like me. You know, so what right do I have to not be successful? So it's kind of like, for a lot of people, even with happiness, it, we're using that as the example, example, we have to turn that thing on its head and finding a way to make it so that it's your responsibility. It's, it's your, who, who are you to not be happy? You know, you have no right to not be happy because you're not serving anybody with that. And so a lot of times with happiness, that fear of happiness, people grow up in an environment where you know if you're if you're too happy there's something there's something wrong with you you know because you're not you don't, you're not around that type of environment and this isn't for everybody i'm just giving a broad general thing you know so if people grow up around situations to where they're sticking out or standing out because they're the joyous one and it's kind of that that saying where you know the highest uh, i think it's the poppy or the highest poppy gets cut down or something like that uh, but if you stick out then you're going to get chopped down. So just lower your standards. So, and you actually get to a point where you're, you're afraid if you stand out because you're going to get chopped down, you know? So I hope all that makes sense and and just kind of bringing it all together. I've seen it very, I mean, so more times than I can even, even count with my patients, you know, and just what it really boils down to, we don't even got to look into your childhood or any of that stuff. It's a decision that we make now to actually know that we're worthy, that you are valuable, and that you have the right to be happy. And now let's help to create the conditions in your life to make that a reality.
0: Amen. Yeah, that was definitely definitely wisdom in there, Sean. I appreciate it. And you know, something for me, I felt that way too. And I've been judged and laughed at before for being like smiley or silly or rambunctious or whatever it is. And so something that I've had to do and I try to teach people to do, which is the very hard part, is if you are one of those tall poppies or whatever then find other tall poppies so that you all make a new level of height you know exactly i love that love that so that that's what's helpful for me and then just to try to remove all the other low poppies or negative people or whatever because i I had a lot of experience with energy vampires and just people telling me that all the internet's too competitive or you're designed to be skinny or something like that you can never build muscle and I don't know. I just feel like that's, once you get those toxic thoughts in there, if they spin around and grow, it's like a virus. It makes everything sick. Your gut starts acting up and your brain's acting up and all that could have just stemmed because somebody told you you weren't able to do anything or you couldn't do something. So it's, it's man, I love how much we've hit on the brain. It's good stuff. Awesome. Well, yeah, let's talk about your your little secret remedy that you had, uh, that you were whipping out of your suitcase when I, when I first met you, something that you were using to, I believe your, your main thing that you were showing me was to help you travel and prevent jet lag and keep detoxing and things like that.
1: Mm. So when you're saying this, there's like, I've got this little bag, this little kit, I don't know which number of things it could have been, but the chances are Uh, It was probably the magnesium infusion.
0: Yes, it was. Um,
1: Awesome. Okay. So this, I actually dedicated a chapter in the Sleep Smarter book to this because, and I've seen this, like if I go and travel, if I see any of my clients, uh, it's right there by their bedside. It's right by my bedside. I literally use this every night. And I've been doing this for about uh, probably three years now. And I noticed a slight difference because I have so many other sleep strategies, just to again, to to create the best sleep. So I'm already sleeping great, but there's this little extra level that you can get to by making sure that you are utilizing something like this topical magnesium. So what it is is really simply, uh, I cited in the book population studies showing that number one, upwards of 80% of the population is dramatically deficient in magnesium, okay? And that is conservative as well, by the way. And then there was a study published in the Journal of Intensive Care Medicine that showed that people deficient in magnesium were twice as likely to die prematurely, yet another strike to get this magnesium up in our bodies. And also just to understand that as far as sleep is concerned, uh, there was another population study done finding that individuals who were diagnosed with um, clinical sleep problems, aka insomnia, 100% of them were deficient in magnesium. 100%. 100%. So it's not that again the causation is is the actual thing, you know, um, correlation is causation. It's not that, but it's definitely something to look at. And so also in the study what they found was when they got their magnesium levels up to the normal baseline, their their um, sleep troubles started to dissipate. So for me I'm looking at okay, now how do I optimize my magnesium and do this in a way that can actually work long-term because here's the issue is that, and I know probably a lot of people have experienced this if they've ever taken a magnesium supplement. Magnesium as an internal supplement has this ability, it pulls more water to your bowels, so it will make you go to the bathroom more, right? And so basically it can cause diarrhea. You have a tolerance. Uh, you hit a limit to how much magnesium you can take in. And the problem with that is that magnesium is such a... Um how do I put this it 's a it 's a buffer mineral it 's an anti stress mineral and we 're exposed to a tremendous amount of stress today that our ancestors weren 't dealing with so magnesium gets sapped really quickly so we need a constant influx of this but if we try to do this through supplementation we 're going to spend a lot of time in the bathroom all right and that 's not it 's definitely not sexy but also it 's not it 's just not something that 's sustainable so number one, how do we get this through our nutrition itself because f- Magnesium packaged in food is gonna definitely be more gentle and functional with your body. So what are the highest magnesium foods? Well, anything that's green, basically. So green leafy foods are excellent source, but it won't get you anywhere near what's really required of you today. Um, So then we move into like the quote superfoods, and then you're gonna look into the deep green foods, so things like spirulina. Spirulina is a tremendous source of magnesium. Also, you're getting 71% protein by weight, beta carotene, zeaxanthin, um, phycocyanin, so like stem cell stuff, Stem t- phycocyanin's been proven to uh, help st- to mobilize stem cells. So when I talked about regenerating spine tissue before, that's something to consider. So that's a great thing. But again, you're going to have to eat an insane amount of spirulina and it's not that d- delicious. So what do we do? Supplementation, we already know what that does. The solution is topical magnesium. So rubbing it on through your skin. And just understand, people might think that that might not work. This is the whole concept today, booming market of hormone creams that you rub on your skin. Your skin eats. And also, anybody who's ever taken a bath in Epsom salts, that is, that's magnesium salts, okay? It's known to be very relaxing, help you sleep, right? So this product that I've used personally, which I cited in the book, and people can check it out on my website as well. We did a video on it. Um, just You can go to my website, the and type in magnesium benefits. Um, this one that I use because I tested, like, I don't know. I, I tested so many different magnesium oils and sprays. This one is the only one that's upwards of 100% absorbable, okay? Whereas other ones, you might even go to a health food store and rub the magnesium oil on your skin. It starts to flake up. Uh, these are maybe upwards of 70% absorbable. So you're, you you got a lot of waste happening there. And this one's made from like Dead Sea salts and like vortexing. the the. It's crazy. It's amazing. It goes <laughs> into making it, right? Yeah. And so I, I slather this stuff on every night, especially uh, for the body parts that are, I know are going to be a little bit sore. I just did some training or muscles that are already sore. It helps to expedite the healing. Uh, gives me that extra little bit of benefit with my sleep quality. I sleep just a little bit deeper when I have this stuff. And so um, I've gotten, I've done so many shows and so much work is out there, but I get message, more messages from people as far as products are concerned that people are thanking me for introducing them to about this magnesium than anything else. And I don't think that's an accident, you know? So somebody might have bought it. And one of the recent emails, it was like, she had got it because she wanted to uh, improve her energy. And by the way, magnesium is responsible for over 300 enzymatic reactions in our body. So, oh, here, this is even cooler, man. Let me geek out with you with this. So, um, ATP, right? ATP, energy currency of the body. ATP is kind of like how we are able to experience energy at some level, all right? It's much, much more complicated than that, but we'll just keep it super simple. ATP is the energy currency of the body. Now... Here's the thing I found out maybe two years ago blew my mind. The usable ATP that we have as human beings that actually is the experience of energy is actually MG ATP. So that's magnesium bonded with ATP. That's how important it is. That's how important it is for our vitality and for our energy. All right. So, somebody emailed me. She was like, "I wanted to get it for to help to improve my energy because I've been feeling a little bit down. but i I cried because this is the first time in my adult uh, recollection that I'm not in pain with my knees. I was debilitated and I couldn't really get around do the things I wanted to do. But the pain is almost gone. And I, I'm not I don't want to get into like these like miracle stories. It's not like that. What it is is just fulfilling a deficiency, you know?" And But I hear great stories like that all the time. This is some awesome stuff. And I don't want to harp too much on any products, but it's just a, a symptom, a positive symptom of fulfilling a deficiency that all of us really need to pay attention to in our world today because, again, it's an anti-stress mineral and we're exposed to a lot of stress.
0: Definitely, yeah, and for me, man, what's been really helpful is doing float tanks. I do the magnesium lotions and things like that too, but, man, float tanks, because, you know, if you take an Epsom salt bath, what are you putting? You know, a cup or two in there, but yet you go in a float tank where you're in a thousand, 1, eleven hundred, 1, twelve hundred pounds of Epsom salt. I mean, I feel almost euphoric, and I, I was... Uh, just talking to somebody about that a couple weeks ago I went and floated on a Sunday morning for some reason the morning time is just the best time for me I think it just sets up the day for success but I came out and I just had this profound sense of calm that you usually have to take herbs or something to experience or meditate for an hour which I guess technically I did in the float tank but the sense of calm that you can derive from magnesium it's insane and it's so undervalued because we immediately want to go to the super geeky techy stuff and yeah. smart drugs and things like that but just a mineral just a mineral just add in a mineral boom there you go that's crazy yeah. so hey let's talk about what else is in your little secret kit this is interesting because <laughs> for me you know I, I usually bring along essential oils and so I'm curious if you have anything that smells good that you bring with you or anything similar.
1: Okay, actually I'm just grabbing the bag here. Let me see. Um I'll tell you what I got now. I've got some reishi. So, I've got some reishi mushroom capsules and Is
0: that uh is that host defense who you use for those? Yeah,
1: yes, okay. host defense. Um been using this for probably 8 years. And I cycle a lot of this stuff even though reishi is known as a tonic. So this is something that you can can take, you can, can you can continue to take this, and it only benefits you. Whereas some other things, you need to definitely cycle them, um, because you can build up a resistance to them. Something common for people to understand is like caffeine. You know, your body starts to basically uh, build up a resistance to caffeine. You don't get that same experience when you have it. But so I'm using rishi, especially during the um, quote flu season, and I don't know why flu gets to have a season. You know that's just so crazy to right. have that kind of consciousness, but Rishi is shown to boost your n k cells your natural killer cells activity upwards of three hundred percent um sorry three hundred and thirty percent, so your n k cells basically create the weapons or the immune system weapons they're like surveillance to find any type of nefarious um compound or entity that might be in your body basically create a weapon to kill it and it's often referred to as like death by a thousand cuts because they're going um cut these uh, rogue cells down uh especially effective against cancer cells and cause apoptosis you know the program um i'm sorry not programmed cell death but cell death so that's why i'm digging rishi and also it's uh, as far as in chinese medicine uh it's known as something that works on your shin so you've got your qi, your your jing, and your shen, and the shin is like your spiritual energy, right? And so it's just, it's got so much documented history and wonderful use. Uh, over 5,000 years of documented use in Chinese medicine, so I give them some credit for that. It's one of the like top three things. So, and I can go on and on, the triterpenes, the beta-glucans, uh, the poly- these polysaccharides that help with the communication between the cells in your body. It's awesome, so what I do with this is I'll open up the capsules and blend it into a tea, uh, maybe with some fat, you know. So maybe with some of the on it MCT oil, um, or maybe some ghee or something like that. So that's one thing I got in here. What else I got in here? I've got, I've got the Shroom Tech in here. Now it's my it's my new go to. Uh, so the Shroom Tech Immune, which features the sh- the shaga mushroom one of the most powerful mushrooms. This one boosts your NK cells upwards of 300% as well. Um, But the difference with this one is the uh, really potent ability um, to to encourage your body to to stimulate more superoxide dismutase, which is basically like the super enzyme that helps everything in your body work better. So chaga is in there. And let's see. You can probably hear all these (laughs) bottles.
0: That sounds like mine, man. I have a, I have like a whole cabinet full. It's kind of ridiculous.
1: I've got coriander seed oil. Uh, this stuff is great for um, improving your digestive health and also uh, killing pathogens. And then my last little secret sauce thing I'll share with you because we could do this all day is um, I've got some marine phytoplankton in my bag. And so uh, do you know about a marine phytoplankton?
0: I know they provide like over half the oxygen for the planet. And as we acidify the ocean, we're going to kill these guys off. So that's that's uh, that's my my lens of, of them.
1: Yes. And when, the, when they're gone, then we won't be too far behind. You know, so it's pretty crazy. Yeah, you just said it. This actually, this is the root of the food chain on our planet and responsible for the majority of the oxygen that we're breathing right now.
0: Sorry to interrupt you but that's the thing that that blew my mind because I was studying geoscience in school and I was so focused on save the trees and save the forest and save the Amazon which is incredibly important for all the medicines in there but then my teacher's like, yo you think trees are important? He's like, these little guys are so tiny. He's like, these are the guys that really provide the oxygen. I was like, what? I mean, it blew my mind, man. <laughs> but go ahead.
1: No, you you just literally said exactly what I was about to say. I was exactly about to give the tree example. <laughs> and that same kind of like like mind-blowing thing happened for me. And so now here's the crazy thing is that there's they actually studied and found out there's a particular strain of the phytoplankton that has the most – Symbiotic relationship with the human body, um, because there are many theories that at some point we were this stuff. You know what I'm saying? So kind of get back, getting back in touch with this. And this is an heirloom multi-strain uh, marine phytoplankton that I use. And what it is, the reason that I use it, it literally has every single nutrient that we know about. There's more. There's more stuff that we don't know about that's probably not in here. Yes, but as far as what we know in the field of science, every Every amino acid, every um, essential fatty acid, every polysaccharide, which is essential sugar, vitamins, minerals, in some form or a precursor is in this. So when we're talking about a multivitamin that's made in a laboratory uh, with synthetic uh, ingredients versus this. Which one is actually going to do the job? This stuff is like it's its crazy. It's incredible how powerful it is. And this is like pure direct communication with your mitochondria as well. So ATP, again, so pure energy. And yeah, so this is another thing that I've always got there. And if I have have a meal and how I use it, if I have a meal that is lacking in nutrition or um, it's just, you know, everything is cooked, um, I want to get something that has a lot of enzymatic activity and a lot of vitality in it. And so I'll use a, a dropper full of that just to, kind of bring a little bit more nutritional value to my meal. Um so for me, you can mix it into stuff, but I'll take it straight, even though it kinda tastes you know, um, it tastes like phytoplankton. <laughs> so um those are those are my things man that I've got in the bag.
0: That's cool stuff, man. Thanks for sharing that. Welcome. I'm curious to know because so I got sent a little package from Daniel Vitalis, which I'm pretty sure that you've been on his show or he's been on your show, one of the two. Yeah. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, yeah, he's a friend. Yeah. Sure.
0: And so he sent me a little care package of the liquid chaga, which I loved. And my wife, she got the flu in July. I don't know who gets the flu in the summer, but she got knocked out hard by the flu. And I was pumping her full of the liquid chaga, as well as, you know, tons of vitamins and minerals and stuff like that. And I swear that stuff made a huge difference as opposed to an encapsulated version. But something else that I got sent that maybe you know there's not many guys like you that like to geek out on science as much as me and so the elk the elk velvet uh. extract i have it i've taken it of course it's you know for people that haven't heard it's you know supposedly you get this big testosterone booster and things like that but i can't seem to find anything that blows me away with evidence on it and i didn't know if you've <laughs> had experience with it
1: Hey, no, we're in the same boat, man. We're in the same exact boat. There's not a lot of literature out there. I mean, this is something that is getting studied more and more, but this goes back to looking at, you know, uh, Chinese medicine. And you got to kind of go back and look at some of that data, which isn't in our conventional uh, wisdom right now, you know, and actually with clinical studies, double blind, all that kind of good stuff. Um. So you just kind of, you know, these are one of those things where you got to test it for yourself and find out until more research comes out. And what I found and discovered over the years and working with different patients and people who wanted to utilize this substance is for some people, it doesn't do a thing for them. For other people, it's like the holy grail. Like it just, it changes their life, you know, and, and, and then there's all spectrum in between. And so for me, what the one of the big deals was, and you know I, I don't know if you've heard about this yet, but uh, I think it was Ray Lewis with the Baltimore Ravens when he got busted for using some kind of uh, banned substance or something he he's he claimed that he was using the the velvet. Do you know about that?
0: No, I don't, but that's awesome that he would be into that and not HGH or actual steroids or something.
1: The thing is with especially with high level athletes, you know most of them are always looking for the edge you know, whatever it might be, especially a legal edge. And yeah, it's one of those things that people are turning to. And why that is, is largely because of the IGF-1, you know, the insulin-like growth factor. And this compound is really about growth and energy, you know, and we produce some of that endogenously, absolutely, but if you had a substance that can encourage more of that activity in your body, you know, it might be something to look into. You know so yeah it's it's a really interesting stuff substance but there's not a lot of literature out there on it yet
0: you know that's exciting though that kind of I'm glad you make that point because for me sometimes it feels weird recommending something or trying something if there's not some black and white answer on it but I think you may have just opened up a new secret thought for me to to make myself feel better is mm-hmm. that we don't know everything yet and there's so many ancient remedies and different ways of improving ourselves that we may have no clue yet because we haven't put it in a laboratory yet but if we listen to the i mean even something like a shaman would tell you that they listen to the plants tell them that it's beneficial and then 20 years later something gets studied and oh it is beneficial you know so right it doesn't. It doesn't seem like. I mean, as technologically advanced as we think we are in 2015, it doesn't seem like there would be that many secrets left to the plant world. But there really is. <laughs>
1: Man, we haven't even scratched the surface. Yeah, we're not even close. The way that we're even looking at stuff is not is is not accurate. You know. So, with when we're talking about like chemistry, you know, like our system of biology is based off of chemistry. From, uh, let's talk about Mendela's table of elements, right? That. The table of elements, you know, with we talked about Mg earlier, and then there's this calcium, there's zinc, all these different things, these elements there. What they're basing this on is ash. So their um, their their weight, you know, whatever whatever they're, they're using to measure the the marker that they're using is when it's burnt down into ash, right? So it's really basing our our understanding about chemistry. It's not organic, really. It's it's when everything is dead. You know, So we're talking about nutrition and biology and health based off of a table of elements of dead things. Not understanding that what is this substance doing or how does it act? What is its power when it's alive? How's magnesium when it's active and, and alive in space? And so now we're even starting to get into the realm where, where science is finding out that there's, you know what, there's like, there's not just one B12, there's like four B12s that we know about. There's probably many more. You know, there's like, 12 vitamin A's. You know, there's all these different versions of different things. And it's so empowering actually to know that we don't know it or everything. Or it can be scary. You know, <laughs> right. so it just depends on your perspective. And for me, it's just like it's incredibly exciting. And we live at the best time ever um, because we get to be a part of this. But what, what we're doing is just what you said. What we're doing today is we're trying to take our man brain and to validate what our ancestors already told us. You know, that's what we're doing. And what we need to come to before we even get to that place, you know, get locked into that way of being is just have a balance of being able to listen to our intuition, being able to listen to our body, um, because that is the best uh, judge and jury of anything. And also being able to understand the literature and the, and, the, um, and the studies and the things that come out about something to be able to have a balance you know, because nothing's going to have the final say about a substance, uh, more so than your, your own belief in it and your own, uh, experience with it, you know, so you actually interacting with something. So I highly encourage people to experiment, you know, that's really, that's the best way to actually learn if something is for you or not is you've got to go ahead and and try it out.
0: Definitely, man, you're full of wisdom, man. I I love, I love talking with you. We've had a awesome discussion it's not often that you just get lost in an hour and then it's gone so uh, that means we must have had some some real fun today Sean
1: awesome yeah man I did time flew by
0: well cool well tell people where they can keep up with you they need to check out your show you have a lot of good guests on there and a lot of great topics that if they enjoyed anything like today they're gonna really love checking out your show too
1: awesome man yeah it's been a pleasure man so people can check me out on iTunes it's the model health show the model health show and they can, of course, just type it into the search and they'll find me. Uh, we're usually around there at the top of the charts. Uh, we've been featured as the number one health show on the iTunes charts, which is just crazy. Like, it's mind-blowing. You know, we're actually, right now, we're about to hit our uh, one million mark with downloads. And this really just happened in a matter of uh, less than a year, the majority of that, because of just, again, and with what, with what you're doing is you do good work. You know, create excellent content and people are going to find you, and they're going to resonate with you, and they're going to connect with you. And so, for me, with my show, we really do. It's like master classes on these different topics. You know, so if we're doing a show, we're dedicated to depression. It's a master class on understanding the 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 biochemistry of the illness, and also you know the the psychological ex, um, uh, points of that also that we've kind of talked about here. So we're looking at it from all angles. And then I'm very much. Priding myself on giving strategies like, okay, now that you know this stuff, do these three things or try these five things. You know, so we do master classes and we've broken down everything from, you know, stuff that I study here in my clinic and I'm sorry, st- st- stuff that I teach here in my clinic, um, you know, heart disease, helping people to, you know, potentially get off of their blood pressure medications the lisinoprils or their metformin for their diabetes, whatever the case may be, giving them the strategies so that they have an intelligent decision that they can make within themselves. And of course, working with a practitioner to possibly find another way or find a better practitioner. Um, So definitely people can check me out there, the Model Health Show. Um, My home online is the seanstevensonmodel.com. And people could just Google me. It's Sean, S-H-A-W-N, Stevenson, S-T-E-V-E-N-S-O-N um kind of new to social media but I'm crushing it there right now it's um I'm at Sean Model um on the various um social media so Twitter and Instagram all that cool stuff and I just appreciate so much you having me on man like your show is quickly becoming uh one of my favorites you know and something that I I enjoy personally and I don't really listen to many shows so uh, huge props to you for creating this platform, man.
0: Oh, thanks so much, man. That's great to hear. Yeah, you've opened Pandora's box. When you start getting into the EMF episodes with Doctor Jack Cruz, you're going to call me up one day and be like, "Dude, this is ridiculous." So, well, cool, Sean. Thanks, man. Uh, have a good night. I'm going to go grab some dinner, and uh, hopefully, you're you're right behind me.
1: Awesome. Yes, I am, man. I'm hungry. All
0: right. Well, take care.
1: <laughs> All right, take care, man. Bye-bye.
0: Bye bye. Bye. All right. Hope you enjoyed that show with Sean Stevenson, and it was kind of funny. We met it on it. He came in town, and we played a game of pool. And I'm pretty sure I was dominating him, and then he made a comeback. But eventually, he scratched on the eight ball, so I took the I took the victory there. So that was pretty fun. Uh, it's always funny when you talk to people through the screen and via email and things like that all the time, and then you see them in person. It's really funny, and especially for me too. I had a client yesterday here in town and she'd been listening to the show for a while and said, man, I feel like I already know you. And that's a great thing because it always removes the barrier of comfort or discomfort, rather. I could ramble on here, but here's the deal. I'd like you to schedule a 15-minute complimentary consultation with me. Visit notjustpaleo.com. Up there in the top of the menu, click Complimentary Consult. And this is the real deal. The girl I saw yesterday... Uh, We ended up doing a full hour, almost two-hour session together. She was like, oh, I can't believe that's really your calendar. Yes, that's my calendar. So pop on there on the website. You'll get access to it there, and you can schedule 15 minutes with me via phone or Skype. And this is for anybody from somebody that's just trying to get in a habit of eating a better breakfast or figure out their diet. I'm a certified fitness trainer as well so I've been talking fitness a lot with people lately and developing programs for that and just random people that have emailed in with aches and pains and things like that. So uh, I'm pretty wide in my scope of what do you call that medicine something healing doing some awesome stuff. It's funny that every single person that's come to me has dealt with the failure of mainstream doctors uh, the girl I Uh, dealt with yesterday, had been to gastroenterologists. She had been run to the emergency room several times for mysterious symptoms, only to be sent home with pain pills and things like that. And so we did some a couple fun different little experiments and discovered some underlying imbalances that has already given her some improvement. So it's quite funny when you just focus on listening to the body that you really can bypass the uh, quote-unquote knowledge or profession of experts or emergency services that are supposed to save you that literally have have done not much for 90% of my clients that come to me so go ahead and schedule that consult Uh, this was inspired by my friend dr. Justin Marco he's going to be on the podcast very soon talking about how these this free consult model really helps people and can help yourself remove the barrier you're scared about fully committing well this is your way this is your way to enter so uh, last thing for you Go leave a review for the show on iTunes. I'd love to send somebody. I'm going to send somebody this huge box of books here, so you may be the lucky one. Go write your review on iTunes today. Like I said, it's got to be the full written review with your stars and all that. Got to add it all in. Uh, The more details, the better. Let me know uh, what you think of the show. Uh, You can get your Calm Your System guide. It's a 24-page guide for free back at the website as well. And lastly, Stress Solutions, my second program uh, featuring Dr. Tim Gersmar and a couple other expert interviews is going to be done here and available to purchase in the next two weeks. So um, you're already seeing that now that Not Just Paleo is the full-time business that it was destined to be from day one that I'm really going to be dominating here. And so I wouldn't be surprised to see myself in the top 10 itunes charts here's pretty soon as i get time to pump out more quality content for you so thank you for your support as always over the past few years and i love that you've been on this journey with me hopefully you're as happy and excited for me as i am and uh, i just i feel the love so you know thank you so much and i'll talk to you next week hey and don't just listen to what i said you really do have to take action there all right okay just making sure all right bye he acts like it's a good yeah, like everything's cool Kiss her, garden I never please her She doesn't have a clue that he's terrible blues Why
1: I'm in the tie, I got mean to, to watch out, girl Don't wanna see her cry, her eyes out,
0: girl Cause I've been watching, you've been hurting Let me be the one that loves you better